Shalom family. This is your sister, Abba's daughter, and I am back with another edifying episode. So today we are going to expound on the subject matter of persecution. Okay. The title specific for this episode is persecution for his name's sake. All right. The inspiration for this one, um, my husband, <laughs> yes, my husband is not a godly man. Okay. When him and I first met, um, I was, you know, when you're called and then you're not obedient and you go, you know, until you are obedient, but I was still wicked. I was in the wickedness of my life when I met him and him and I came together and, um, but since being with him, I've been called out of all of that wickedness. So I have been changing. Okay. And with that change, the most high, he has um, showed me, he's given me ordinances and uh, things that I need to follow orders. And one of his main orders is for us women to dress modestly. Okay. So what that means is that the most high is very clear that his daughters are to, you know, we're supposed to wear long dresses, um, skirts, whatever, um, clothes to cover ourselves up, but not necessarily clothes to pop out and stand out because there are gorgeous dresses out there, quote unquote, in the name of modesty. But when you put them on, they are just popping, beautiful, gorgeous pieces right? And you are turning heads. Well, the whole point of modesty is so we are not turning heads, if that makes sense. Um, but see, that's why Abba tells us not to be unequally yoked. Because what happens is in the household, there is confliction between the one who is striving to be obedient to the most high and the one that is still worldly. Okay. In my case, and I actually realized this yesterday. I mean, I've heard him, you know, say several things, mention several things, but he doesn't like dwell on it. He'll say something out of anger and then you won't hear about it again. But then he'll say it again. So one thing I've learned about him is that if he talks about a specific thing more than once, that bothers him, right? So he was upset yesterday and out of his mouth, and this had nothing to do with what he was upset about, but he mentioned that he hated my dresses, okay? Mind you, he's mentioned it before. He really wants me to go back to dressing the way I used to. Right. And before that, I would wear these, you know, the jeans that were tight. You know, they showed everything and the the blouses that, you know, that showed some cleavage. You know, I, I did that back in the day. Didn't know that was wicked until the most high woke me up and told me that was inappropriate. OK. So yesterday when he was upset, you know, it it just, he said that and it, it popped out. It stood out to me. But this time it didn't just come and go. It actually just stayed. And then I started thinking about all the times he mentioned that. Mind you, it had nothing to do with why he was upset. So I said, okay, you know, he's, he's really attacking me. <laughs> okay. 
And that's not the only thing he comes after me about, you know. Um, he comes after me because I did decide to be obedient to the Most High, you know. And um, he has a problem with the church. See, family, there are people out there who are watching those of us who call ourselves believers. Many people watch us, right? But see, in the midst of all of that, you have those who call themselves believers, but their actions speak otherwise, okay? And what I'm saying is they're either imposters, and when I say imposters, I mean like they're plants from the devil to, to cause confusion, right? Because there are people who can't think for themselves. Many people are followers. That's just the truth. Over the years, I've come to find there are not very many leaders, people who want to be leaders, but they don't have that leader ability, okay? Because a leader is going to do whatever they're going to do, regardless of what the world says or what anyone else says. They're going to stand on what they believe. They're going to keep on going with what they want to do. And sometimes, even if that's going against the grain, they are going to do that. A leader does not follow trends. A leader does not follow people and do what they do. A leader doesn't wait for someone else to do something before they do it. No, a leader does it because they choose to. All right. Now, followers are the ones who have to conform to the trends. Every new trend. Oh, we got to do it. Every new thing. Oh, I got to have it. Why? Because they do. Not because they absolutely need it. Need it. No, it's because they have to keep up with the way things are changing, okay? There are people who can't think for themselves. Or in this example, people who are on the fence on their faith or belief system. So they're going to watch other people versus going to the Most High himself. They're going to watch the examples of other people and decide what they're going to do then, okay? My husband is one of them. His problem stems from way before I even came along, okay? But here I come along, we meet. I'm not um, this big believer or I'm not in the role of that believe, you know, that believing role. I'm not in that role we meet. And then here I am, you know, two years after we've been together and I'm like, all of a sudden, <laughs> you know, I'm all of a sudden in this believing status and, it bothers him, okay? But mind you, I told him, you know, I gave him opportunity. I told him back then, look, I know I'm about to go through a transformation. I'm not going to be the same person. I told him we could be friends. We could be friends. I knew he was worldly then. And I told him we could be friends. You know, I still love you and care about you, you know, but this change that I'm getting ready to undergo is going to be a big change. I'm not going to be the same person anymore. You know, and I'm not expecting you to stay with me for this change. But you guys, he chose to stay. I don't know if he thought I was serious or not, <laughs> but he chose to stay. So here we are today. And he attacks me for being, um, for having such strong faith in the most high. He attacks me because I choose to obey Ahaya rather than obey him. 
And what I mean by that is he desperately wants me to go back to wearing and doing the things I used to do. And I told him, I'm, I'm a changed person. I can't knowingly go against my heavenly father, right? So then the thought popped up in my brain. Oh my God, I'm being persecuted. Family, I did not realize. And I know this seems so simple, but maybe this will help somebody. I didn't realize that the persecution that us believers were going to experience was going to be inside of our homes, even though it says that in Matthew chapter 10, verse 34 to 39, I'm thinking because you guys, it's it's so weird, not weird, but it's just, I'm getting more persecution from my husband about my, my change and the things that I wear than I am from other people. Now, mind you, I don't know if other people are feeling disgusted by, <laughs> you know, how I dress. And that's fine, you know, because the, the, the reason why I dress the way I do is to please the Lord. It's not to please anyone else, you know. I'm supposed to be modest, cover everything up. My body is not for anyone but my husband. And that's how it's supposed to be. I've had one man tell me, he said, oh, he said, wow, you look like a church lady. <laughs> and you guys, honestly, I almost took offense to that. But I was like, OK, no, that's the point. The point is to not be appealing. That's the point. That That's the whole point. Now, unfortunately, you're going to have very sick people, sick men who are going to look at you and um, ogle you anyway, no matter what you do, no matter how much you try to um, make it so you're not, you know, desirable because of the wickedness inside of them. They're still I mean, I don't know how to fix that. I don't know how we can fix that, <laughs> you know, that. But anyways, that's beside the point. So persecution. All right. The definition is to pursue in a manner to in, to injure vex or afflict okay to harass with unjust punishment or penalties for supposed offenses to inflict pain from hatred or malignity to destroy for adherence to a particular creed or a system of religious principles or to a mode of worship to harass with solicitations or importunity. This is the definition from Webster's 1828 dictionary. Okay. The harassment that we receive doesn't necessarily have to be um, unto death. It could, like, like, like it says, vexation or an affliction. When my husband attacks me for my faith and for striving for obedience it hurts me and he does it out of nowhere we i don't talk to him about the lord he made it very clear he didn't want to hear it okay so i know many of you well why did you marry him then i had to i mean you can't live with someone and not be married to them that is against the most high and that's true you can't do that now if he wanted to depart he has had every opportunity to do so 
He really has. And he chose to stay with me irregardless to that. But he's told me before, he see, you know, darkness can sometimes be attracted to light because they don't have the light in them. So they are attracted to the light in somebody else. And that's actually facts. And I believe that's a that's the situation in my situation is that the darkness in him, you know, he's because the Lord tells us in Ephesians 6, 12, that we wrestle not with flesh and blood, but with powers and principalities and rulers of the darkness of this world and wickedness in high places. OK, so we're wrestling with the devils that are inside of people. People themselves are not the ones that we are wrestling with is the devils inside of them so the way i see this is him his spirit him he is clinging on to whatever he can that makes sense that is good but the devils inside of him i know the devils hate me of course they do but the devils inside of him you know they are the ones that are repellent and they say such horrible things and I, I know there's some of you, well, why do you tolerate that? Or why don't you cast out those devils? Well, remember in the word, the Lord said that um, a man, when he is delivered of those devils, the devil goes about, goes out there into dry places, seeking rest and finds none. So what he does is he comes back to where he came from. He finds it empty, swept clean and in order. And what he does is he brings seven more wicked than him. If that person that you go to try to deliver does not replace his house with the Holy Spirit, the devils are going to come back with way more evil. And I didn't want that. You guys, I, I just left it alone. <laughs> I pray for him and I'll leave it alone because it would really suck to have these devils leave him and like seven come back, you know, seven plus those come, man. No, mm -mm. that would be even more. And I, mm, I understood that a long time ago. <laughs> no, I'm not going that route. So, what does Abba say about persecution? Let's let's go in the word on this one, okay? <clears throat> All right, so the first one we have is 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 10. Hold on, guys. Sorry about that. All right. He said, Paul said, Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities and in reproaches in necessities and persecutions in distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then am I strong. Okay. So Paul is telling us that he takes pleasure in all of this persecution, knowing that it is for the sake of the Lord. Okay. Knowing that his, <clears throat> his reward is great in the end. Right. But it's like, those of us who don't hear, you know, the most high or um, we're just living on faith, you know, it's it's kind of hard for the direction if we don't have that direction, which, you know, the Holy Spirit will definitely lead us and guide us and help us in all things, which is beautiful. And yes, but I just want to say that, you know, it's, it's something that we have to really frail stick to and have faith on whenever you're going through something, we have to. The Lord tells us to count it all joy when we go through diverse temptations, right? We go through all of these different things. I know personally, <laughs> I can get upset. I can cry. I can just, you know, 
wonder why, you know, just, you know, and I know a lot of people out there who are like that. But then I remember, you know, the Holy Spirit reminds me that what I'm going through is temporary. Okay. And that we must go through these things because what we're going through, it is transforming us into what Abba wants us to be. And the Holy Spirit reminds me of that all the time because I'm telling you guys right now, I'm really not the same person I used to be. You know, my patience, I had lost my patience. But today, from all the work that Abba has done, I've been going through a lot, you guys. I can't, I can't go into details about what I'm going through right at the moment. But you guys, it's heavy. But but what I'm going through is is definitely helping me to be patient, you know, a lot more patient. I'm remembering scriptures left and right, bah, 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 you know, and it's just keeping me in this mode of humility. OK, and that's where Abba wants us to be. So in Matthew chapter five, verse 10 to 12, the Lord says, blessed are they which are persecuted. For righteousness sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. He says, blessed are you when men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceeding glad for great is your reward in heaven. For so persecuted they the prophets which were before you. And that's a lot of the stuff that we are going through family persecution for his namesake but Abba tells us that we are blessed for going through these things and he reminds us in Matthew 24 13 he tells us those that endure until the end shall be saved so family no matter what you're going through you have to endure to the end okay I didn't understand at the time I was going to be persecuted by my husband I didn't understand at the time that he was the main source of persecution. But now today I'm realizing, <laughs> you know, yeah, you got some people on the outside who persecute you. But like me, I'm a, you know, I'm a truck driver. So I tend to be by myself. I don't have to deal with that. You know, I can close the world out. But my husband I have to deal with and. It's it's tough, you know, I pray, you know, for a long time that he would, his heart would be softened, but Abba's will be done. That's all I can say. So um, I have a few other scriptures um, that I'm going to mention and you can read it yourself. There's first Peter chapter four, verse 12 to 14, second Timothy chapter three, verse 12, Luke chapter six, verse 22 and first Peter chapter three, verse 17. They all talk about persecution. Okay, for the for the sake of the most high family, you have to understand that we have to deal with all of this stuff with patience. We really do. There is light at the end of all of this, and the light is life, the promise of life. We have to hold on to that. Okay, so family, thank you so much for joining me. And I'm very, I'm hoping that this was edifying for you guys. I'm hoping that you guys can understand that you're not, you're not alone. You're not alone. And count it all joy when you are persecuted for following the most high. Okay. So with that being said, family, I love you guys. And I thank you so much for riding with me. I thank you for, for choosing 
obedience to the most high because you know what it's not easy it ain't easy getting into into the kingdom matter of fact let me read something to you if you guys could turn to come on matthew let's see we'll go to matthew chapter 7 verse 13 and 14 okay the bible reads enter you in at the straight gate for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction and many there be which go in thereat because straight is the gate and narrow is the way which leads unto life and few there be that find it family it is so important that you are that few that find the path to life no matter what you're going through strive for obedience you guys a wise person is teachable they are humbled and they are obedient to the most high that is what you want to strive to be okay so thank you guys for your patience i love you and i will be back soon shalom family